Hello, and welcome to Heavenly Manna with Milton Harris. Uh, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed toward his name, and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. Thoughts, our work and labor of love. On Labor Day, we recognize that dignity of work and the rights of the worker. Jesus believed in the dignity of labor. He was concerned about the worker and his work. In Luke 10, 7, he says the labor is worthy of his wages. Today, millions of people around the world belong to labor unions. But few realize that trade unions were originally the outgrowth of spiritual revivals of John and Charles Wesley. In the early 1700s, working conditions in Britain and had become inhumane. People worked 16 hours a day, six days a week. Children as young as 10 worked long hours in mines and factories. Many died from accidents or simply from exhaustion. The working person, man, woman, or child was little more than a slave to be exploited. The lives of many workers were characterized by drunkenness and immorality and hopelessness. This is an article that we often read on Labor Day, and sometimes we do forget that the fact that we are able to celebrate this holiday really comes out of that spiritual revival from the 1700s, where God began to work in men's hearts, where God began to save lost souls, and men began to have a change, many women, a change of heart, then began to respect the worker and make work conditions more acceptable. Now, Jesus also recognized labor and work, and we ought to recognize our work and labor of love. Now, we talk about the secular work and the secular labor, but how about the spiritual work and the spiritual labor? And that's what we kind of focus in here uh, this morning. Malachi chapter number 3, verse 16 says, then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. Aren't you glad the Lord's keeping a record today? Our work and labor of love is not in vain. Here the writer of Hebrew. As he's talking, he says, God is not unrighteous. In other words, God is not evil. God is not one that can lie. God is not one that's unfair. Sometimes in life, we do question some things, and sometimes in life, it does seem like, well, God, you're just not being fair. But I'm going to tell you what, God is always fair. He always knows what's best, and he's always working for our best interests, spiritually speaking. It may not always be... Physically, it may not always be financially, but spiritually speaking, God's always working in our best interest, and he does remember our work and labor of love. Just a few things right quick as we look in our text. Number one, we want to look at some a consideration, a consideration. He says uh, here, for God is not righteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed toward his name. Some things we need to consider, take into consideration in our work and labor. Number one, it should involve the Lord. Whatever we do, 
We need to be led by him and do it for him, for his honor, and for his glory. Paul wrote this in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter number 10, verse 31. He said, Whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. It's all to be done for the glory of God. Then over in Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, he said, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. So as we look at our work and labor of love, we see some things we need to consider. Number one is that it needs to be uh, for the Lord. The Lord needs to be the one involved. The Lord needs to be the one leading us. As we tell the young folks up at the Bible College, if God hasn't called you to do something, you can get all the education in the world, but you're not going to have the spiritual ability to do it. You can get some secular ability, but you'll never have the spiritual ability to do that work. So we need it needs to involve the Lord, and secondly, it needs to involve the love. He said labor of love. Not only should we be led by the Lord, but what we do, we ought to do for the love of the Lord. A missionary was home, and he was describing the foreign country where he was in and the difficulty he was there, and Someone spoke up and said to the said, said, you, mean, you really must love those folks to go over there and to put up with all that you put up with. He said, no. He said, I love the Lord. And the Lord sent me over there. And once I got over there, then the Lord helped me to love those folks. He said, I didn't go because I loved those people. I went because I loved the Lord. And then the Lord helped me to love them. The key is to... The key into all of that is do it for the Lord and do it because we love the Lord. You say, preacher, why are you standing up there trying to preach? It's because the Lord called me and it's because I love the Lord. Preacher, why do you take some of the stands that sometimes you take uh, when others around you out here are a little more liberal and uh, give in here and there? I want to tell you it's because I love the Lord and I love his word. And one day I'm going to stand before a holy, righteous Lord. And I'm going to give an account to him, not to man, uh, for my thoughts, for my actions, and what I do, and what I don't do for him. I will give an account one day. Why do I do it? Because I love the Lord. I'm going to tell you what. There's been times in my life I've had to make some difficult decisions. I thought about this as a paramedic. I pulled up. Uh, several times in multiple vehicle accidents and you've got six or ten patients and there's only two of you and you have to go, you have to start making decisions, you have to start triaging and you come to one that's not breathing, not have a pulse. It may be a young person and you would love to take time uh, to maybe do CPR and work on them, but you've got four other critical patients that you can work on and maybe try to save and you have to bypass them and go on. It's not easy sometimes. Sometimes in our work and our labor for the, uh, for the Lord, sometimes we have to take stands and we have to do things and it's not popular and we really don't like doing it. But I'm going to tell you what, we have to do it because we love the Lord. And so some things for us to consider. Then, uh, secondly, a continuation. The consideration, now look at the continuation. 
he speaks here, he said, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. That word minister means to serve. And what the writer of Hebrews, you got to remember, and we said this, I think, last week, about the writer of Hebrews, he's writing to those Hebrew Jews that have come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, but a lot of them are thinking about going back into Judaism. They're thinking about turning back. And so he's writing to encourage them and to remind them that what they have in Jesus Christ is far better than what they had in, have in the law, far better than what they have in Judaism. And I'm going to say again today for us, what we have in Jesus Christ is far better than anything that this world could offer us. And what the writer Hebrew here is doing, he's trying to encourage them. And he's really praising the Lord and he's praising them. And he's talking about uh, here, he said, you have ministered. And so he's saying, here, I've looked and I've seen your work. I've seen your labor of love for the Lord and that you have served in the past. You've served in the past. Lots of times people say, well, I used to go to church. I used to be involved. I used to do this and I used to do that. My question is, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? Remember, the Lord is keeping a record. He remembers everything. How many of you have computers? Sometimes you wish you didn't, but then sometimes they really come in handy. You rem I don't know if you remember years and years ago when they came out with computers, it would have took this back wall to have had a computer that could do much of anything. Then it got narrowed down into big boxes and narrowed down. And I, I don't know about you, but now I've got a laptop that's about that thick. And I have to have a little bigger screen because I can't see. But I'm telling you what, it's about that thin. And it has more memory than any of the computers I've ever had in, in the past. They keep coming out with computers that have more and more memory. Where you can, in other words, you can store more and more data. You can store more and more documents. You can store more and more on that computer. But I'm going to tell you why. We have a Lord that has a bigger memory than any computer they'll ever be able to create. Amen. And so he knows what we've done for him in the past. He knows what we're doing for him in the present. He said, and do minister. In other words, hey, we need to continue. You worked in the past. You need to work in the present. Let me say this. Folks, not only in the present, but if the Lord gives us tomorrow, we need to work for Him tomorrow. And if we get to the next day, we need to go on to the next day. If God allows us to meet back here next Sunday, then we need to meet back here next Sunday to worship Him and continue to work and labor for Him. And that's what the writer of Hebrews is saying here. He says, I've seen your work in the past. I see what you're doing. Don't turn back now. Don't turn around now. Don't give in now. Let me say, church, the devil is putting all kind of pressure on us. He's trying everything he can to make us want to stop and give up, throw up our hands and maybe quit. Hey, but listen, don't turn back now. Keep working today. And if tomorrow's ours, let's work tomorrow. Here we see the consideration, the continuation and lastly, let me say there's the compensation. He said, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love which you have showed toward his name. Let me say, 
Again, first of all, the Lord does remember. He remembers what we have done for him. He remembers the times that we've spent in prayer. He remembers uh, the times we spent studying his word. He remembers the times that we've spent witnessing for him. He remembers the times that we've come to God's house. And he remembers the times that we haven't come to God's house. He remembers the times that we have went for him. He remembers the times that we have not went for him. And folks, I'm going to tell you what. I've got a lot to stand for sins of commission. But I've got some, a lot of sins of omission to stand for. Times that I should have went. Times I should have prayed. Times I should have studied. Times I should have witnessed. And I did not. God remembers. God remembers. But aren't you glad when we work for him? And we're laboring for him for the love of him. He remembers. And then let me say this. There's not only the Lord's remembering, but there's the reward. Folks, when we get to heaven, it'll be worth it all. When we stand at the judgment seat of Christ, please, Lord, let me have at least one crown to lay at his precious holy feet. Oh, listen, the Lord does remember. And sometimes I know we get discouraged. And sometimes we, we go and the word of God teaches us uh, not to faint in well-doing. But sometimes we do get weary. Sometimes we do get tired. Sometimes we wonder, <laughs> you know, what's the use? Does anybody ever get there? You feel like sometimes, Lord, I just can't go on. Lord, there's no need. Sometimes, I'm just going to be honest with you, sometimes I feel like New Bridge Baptist Church would be better if I stepped aside and let somebody else come in. There's times I feel like my family would have been better off if God had just took me on out in 2013. There's times that I feel like, Lord, I'm just, I'm just still I'm not doing anything. And God, I'm not getting anywhere. And it don't matter how hard I try, it seems like I just stumble and I fail and I fail and I fail. But you all know something? That's the devil working on us. God does remember. God does remember that we're going for him and we're doing it because we love him. Now, I want to say this. If we're doing something for our own self or our own recognition, we'll have our reward here. But praise God, when we're doing it because we love Him, hey, He's taking note. He's remembering. And one day after a while, it will be worth it all. When we get discouraged, don't forget, God is keeping a record. Our ministry for God, but thank God for the memory of God. And whatever we do, it's not in vain. It'll be worth it one day after a while. So let's continue to work and labor for the love of the Lord.